clock is ticking down, man, we about to go up. Jesus on that white horse, watch him giddy up. We ride away, our hands waving by like a, I miss you all, but we about to turn up. Yo, 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 this is your host, your netter, and you back. It hurts me. This is Don't Take Wood Nickels. And listen, we getting straight into it, sweetheart. Listen, so I was having this conversation a couple of days ago, and the conversation we were having was based on the identity of Christ, right? The, our, our, our identity versus um, who we are when we identify with what Jesus did. And the conversation became someone who was very, very much still sin conscious and also had a sin complex. Let me break that down for you because you're probably saying, oh, you judging them. No, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not saying they're a sinner. What I'm saying is they had a consciousness of still identifying themselves with their sin nature and they were a believer. So when that happens, you identify with the flesh more than you identify with the spirit and who you are in Christ, who you were created to be. Genesis 1, 26, God creates us in his image and his likeness. You don't identify with that image or your likeness. What you identify with more or less when you have a sin consciousness is Things that you can do from a carnal standpoint and the, and even the past from a carnal standpoint, your flaws from a carnal standpoint, your vision looks from a carnal standpoint. So when I say sin conscious, that's what I mean. You're more aware of what you are from a sin perspective than what you are now in Jesus. Now that is perverted. If you're a believer, that is perverted perspective. The reason it's a perverted perspective is because Jesus actually died to rectify that thinking, that consciousness. The consciousness that we should have now is righteousness consciousness. The word of God says this. It's in, it's in 1 Corinthians, right? The word says this, that we now, due to what Jesus did, have the gift of righteousness. Righteousness is a gift that we were given and because this beautiful gift that was given to us is not something that we earned. I want to say that again for some people and I'll and I'll break down why I won't say that again. The gift of righteousness was given from what Jesus did and we do 
not earn it. Now, I know what people are saying. Uh, that's not true. That's not true. I got to do all of this stuff to justify that I am uh, a saved. No, you don't. <laughs> you, you absolutely don't. You don't have to do anything to justify salvation, not according to the word of God. The word of God in Romans 10 says what we do is believe, accept, believe, and then confess. From that position, we are saved then. So no, you don't have to do anything. But Romans 5.17 is the verse do you hears me? And I'm going to give y'all the, the English Standard Version at ESV. Because guess what? You understand that a little bit more. So this is what the word says. Romans 5.17 says, For if because of one man trespass, that's Adam, death reigned through that one man. That's true. It did. When Adam fell, when he failed, when he committed treason in the Garden of Eden, death reigned. Satan took the authority at that point, right? He did. So I'm going to continue that verse. Death reigned through one man, much more with those who received the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness. I'm going to say that again. Much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Because what Jesus did, we now receive the free gift. Free. I'm glad it puts it that way. For my people who believe what you do, constitute why you are no ma'am no sir free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man jesus christ what jesus christ did made us righteous not what you do baby girl not what you say baby boy what he did now because we are righteous and that is the standard in the kingdom of God. The byproduct of that, oh, I'm preaching a little bit, is holiness. So because of who I am, based on what Jesus did, I now don't want to do these other things. Not I don't do these other things to be righteous. And because I don't do these things, I am righteous. No, I need you to understand. It's not what you do that made you that. Because what you did didn't make you righteous. What you did established death. So if what we did established death, what you did can't make you righteous or holy. What Jesus did made us righteousness and because now we're from the perspective and identity in jesus now what we do produces holiness do you hear me so when we walking around here acting like 
Yo, you holy. And because you're holy, you're good. That's not how it goes. I'm already made good through what Jesus did. And because what he did, I love him so much that now my standard, my mindset, my perspective is set on him. And because my my perspective, my mind is set on him, I don't want to do anything else because I understand my identity in him. I don't want to go to the club because... Not because I'm trying to be something. I don't want to go to a club because I understand that my identity is in Christ. And me going in a club may be a stumbling block to someone else. Me going in a club may cause me to falter into things that I know that I'm no longer accustomed to. I don't want to do that anymore. Not based on me trying to prove something or display something, I don't have to display righteousness to you. I made it. It was given to me. Oh, all I have to do is identify with who I truly am in Christ because he gave freely to me and because I love him. And based on that position, now what I do, is from a perspective of love. Now what I display is holiness because I display it through him. Man, y'all better get, y'all better come up. Y'all better come on up in this house. Of this free righteousness and come get it. Get you a plate of it and stop trying to act like you did something to make you some way. Nah, ma'am, nah, sir, you didn't do a thing to make you anyway. Jesus did it. You're hears me. And because he did it, all things have passed away. And now I'm a new creature in him. Oh, there we go. I'm a new creature in him because of what Jesus did. You see how I keep saying in him? It's not apart from him because if I act like what I do is based on me, then I'm saying subconsciously that I did this without Christ. Not a thing I do is without him. It is him through me doing it to create it and establish it. He gave me the free gift. Ooh, he placed the spirit inside of me. Some of y'all don't believe that. He provides and through him, I operate. That's why the word says this. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So there's he established inside of you that's producing the greater, not you. That's why y'all doing stuff and still can't break free from it. (laughs) I don't mean to point fingers. That's not who I am. But I'm simply trying to pinpoint a perspective and mindset that entails to you that you have to remove yourself from the position of thinking holiness creates your righteousness and understanding you have it reversed, honey. Righteousness creates 
the byproduct, which is holiness. You feel what I'm saying? And if you live from that perspective, you operate properly in Jesus. In him. You digs me. So I didn't want to get all deep. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Because I ain't going to take, I ain't going to give you no wood niggas on here. And I don't want you to take no wood niggas. I don't want you to act like I don't know you giving me wood niggas when you trying to tell me you holy based on what you did. No, ma'am, you're not. You're just doing stuff to try to establish how how good you are. And you don't got to do that to me, sweetheart. Because <laughs> I understand it was a free gift given through Jesus Christ. So listen, I didn't want to get all deep. I did. But I didn't want to get to the point of making anyone feel bad. But this is don't take with niggas. I would not be me, right? If I would not give you the 100. I have to give it to you the way that I know you need it. And plus, establish it with the word. Now, you, if we have an issue, you have a problem. We got a problem, I feel like, uh, boys in the hood, Ice Cube. We got a problem. We got a problem here. There's a problem here. And he showed his gun. That's how I feel. I got the Bible. I tuck in that Bible and, and somebody saying something crazy. I, you, is a, we got a problem here. We got a problem pulling out the Bible on you. So listen, you know how to reach me. I said after every show, you'll net on Facebook. You'll net on Instagram. Now listen, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to ever debate the word with anybody. I will try to reason with you in wisdom, according to the word. But if you're coming with a mindset that, hey, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna show this brother up. I'm gonna let this Negro know what's on my mind, what thus says the Lord. I'm not gonna argue with you. Amen. Cause I will Roman 14 that thing out with you. If you believe in your heart what you're doing. Amen. And if you're glorifying God with it, we can keep it moving on that from that aspect. And I just keep moving. I just dust my feet off and keep it moving. I wouldn't. I'm, I'm not going to argue with him because I feel like that's a waste of time, especially when it comes to the kingdom of God, especially in the season we in. People are dying around us consistently right now based on a virus. How foolish would I be? To sit and waste my time with someone talking about the word of God from a perspective that's clearly in the word of God based on your denominational view. So I wouldn't even do it. What I would do is Roman 14 that thing out and I will still operate from a position of love to do that in love and in wisdom. I'm never here to debate with you. Not about the word. No, no, ma'am. I have leaders in place that will correct me when time of correction needs to be correct. And that's another thing. I'm glad I'm here. God is putting this in my spirit right now. That's another thing. I don't know what, what makes people think they have the authority and influence to correct you. I don't care if I put something on Facebook. I don't care what I said. Now, you may have your opinion and that's fine. You're entitled to provide it. But trust me, 
that opinion doesn't mean, or your perspective does not mean that you have the influence or, or the authority to correct. Period. You let my spiritual leaders do that, or God, or the Holy Spirit. But you, if you don't have the authority and influence, what you're doing is wasting your time. It is a waste of time. I don't know where this generation believes, and I know y'all going to give me one scripture, open rebuke is better than secret love, right? And I believe that's the scripture. I know it's in Proverbs. And I agree. But that's from people in my who who I'm under the authority of who would cover me spiritually, my mentor, or someone that has influence with me. That applies. If you don't have influence with me, if you have no authority, I've never met you before, or I know you through passing, right? And you feel that you're going to correct me. I'm not going to receive it. I'm not. And a lot of times, People in that perspective get defensive or offended. Not always, but it happens, right? So what I'm saying is use wisdom in those situations. Don't think that you can come to me and just say anything to me when you're not in my realm of influence or I'm not under your authority and you're covering me spiritually. I have people cover me spiritually, mentors that come to me and say, hey, you'll you was off with this one, young brother. This is what the word says. And I promise you, I receive it from now. So I don't need you, my brother, my sister, to feel like you have to do that. And don't use the scripture that I just gave you to feel like you have to do that. Because I just told you to use it in context. So if you come to me and you ain't got no influence, guess what I'm going to do? I might blizzard blast. Blizzard blast. That mean block. That's what that means. I might just block you. Unfollow you. Unfriend you. Uh, keep it moving. Delete your comment. All plethora of things. Because you have no influence with me. Now, if you're one of my people and you got influence and you listen to this podcast, continue. We, we continue to move on with the move on. But if you don't, trust me when I tell you I'm not trying to peep what you say. I'm going to let God speak to me, though. And it may convict me, convict me that way. It may, 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 may get me. may get me. But we'll let God work that out. But I don't want you to feel like you can do just say some stuff to me. Some of y'all wild, man. Y'all wild. Y'all wild. wild on Al Gore's internet. Some of y'all wild. So... Just an FYI, that came from my spirit. Because some of y'all really wild, man. Y'all ain't got no influence with people. Never met y'all a day in our life, and you think you just going to throw all type of scriptures. And I'm supposed to be like, oh, okay, all right, all righty. I don't <laughs> Wow. But listen, this is don't take wooden nickels. And I trust me when I tell you, I don't take no wooden nickels. Even from y'all people with miscrowed descriptions, I ain't taking no wooden nickels. You hear me, sweetheart? I ain't taking no wooden nickels. This is your boy, Yule. I check you later. Holla.